Gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello, everyone. This is Cash Miller, the host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. We're here together today with another great episode, and this is a really cool topic. We're going to be talking public relations and how you can use it for your business. I've got Andrea Pass. She's with Andrea Pass Public Relations. Andrea, it's great to have you on. Thank you so much, Cash, for having me. Yeah. Hey, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh, oh, my goodness. I was one of those people that was the publicity chair of every committee in high school and college. And I studied broadcasting in college. I was going to be a broadcast journalist and ended up at the CBS radio division in New York City doing PR for the CBS radio division nationally. And I loved it. And I knew this was my calling to stay in PR. And after that, did the agency side of things before a number of years ago, having the opportunity to hang up my own shingle and create Andrea Pass Public Relations. So I've been in the PR business forever and ever and ever. And, and you know what they say, if you love what you do, you never worked a day in your life. So I love public relations and I love being an entrepreneur. Uh, I, bet, uh, I bet from the public relations side, you've seen like all sorts of situations and stuff. I mean, I bet you have a ton of stories to tell. Now, I'm a marketer myself, so I'm not, you know, into the like public relations is not something I specialize in. So I'm, it's really great to have you on as, you know, that expert, you know, so that we can get into it. But the first thing I want to ask you, because I'm a marketer, is how does marketing and public relations typically work together? Well, it's very interesting because public relations falls under the marketing umbrella. So the marketing umbrella certainly is very wide, very vast, and it's covering so many ways of increasing a brand and a brand's awareness using many different touch points. In public relations, my lane is the media, earned media coverage, meaning making sure that brand or that client, that product or that book is featured in the media, on podcasts, on digital media, in print media, radio, TV, Facebook Lives, LinkedIn Lives, making sure that it's more of a story or a review as opposed to a selling approach. Advertising is selling, public relations is editorial, but all fall under marketing. Hmm. That's a... Uh... That's really interesting that, um, you know, it, it, it's, like I say, I don't deal typically with public relations so that it, you know, so understanding that it's actually, a, it is a marketing function, you know, and it falls under, but there are so many things that you deal with because it is that earned media. It is, you know, I mean, I'm sure you have tons of experience dealing with, you know, TV, news publications, yeah, where you're really, you know, you're, you're putting out the company, the story, um, you're probably covering situations that may be bad or, you know, really good. And you're trying to highlight, uh, let me ask you about that. You know, like when a company is like trying to promote themselves, you know, especially with like most of our audiences, small and medium businesses and such, when they're trying to promote themselves, what is the kind of approach that you would take, you know, for a company, 
um, just getting started in public relations where they want to grow their profile? Well, first and foremost, before you start public relations, you as a small business owner, an entrepreneur, what have you, you need a website. It's got to be an updated website and you need active social media pages, meaning that you are posting and not only posting, but you're engaging with other people as well. That's important before you start public relations, because the media wants to know that you are going to share that content that you are going to tag them. Now the days are, I wash your back, you wash my back. And so for a small business owner, it's very important to get those things done first. If you have a product, you need product photography. If you have a book, you should have a great image of your book jacket. If you have a service, you have those five, seven key tips of what you do in that service. But public relations is about educating and informing the audiences using the press. So for a small business, before you get started, have all the ducks in a row and know what your message is before you go out there. Because if you're featured somewhere and you don't have a tight message, it muddies the water. And it means that those potential clients, customers are not going to reach out to you because they don't get it because your message is all over the place. So in public relations, we focus on the meat. What's the meat of the story that we're not selling, but we're sharing? And that's where there's the differentiator. And that is key for small businesses to recognize, how do I reach those audiences using PR well, different from marketing? That's interesting because it's you're building that... I mean, I love the fact that you said, hey, you need a good website and stuff like that first. That's great because that's what I do. Right. But um, but it's a foundation, whether, you know, for your social media, because what you're getting into is like, OK, I, you know, you put as the public relations specialist, you put a company out there. Well, the media is then going to start looking at that company um, a little more intensely. And so they're going to see what's on those social media profiles and things like that. They're going to visit the company, you know, on their check out their website. They're going to see, you know, because they need to learn more about them before maybe they'll pick up a story. You know, they want some background. Exactly. And that's what's key is that you must realize as a business owner that you need to do multiple things. You can't do one because if you do one and you don't do the others. So an example was I had someone that wanted to meet with me about PR and we set up a, a Zoom call and the person didn't show up. And so I'm trying to track down the person. I go to their website. There was a phone number on the website. The phone was disconnected. <laughs> I did. I emailed through the website. It bounced back. I had no way of reaching this individual. Yeah. And finally, the individual reaches back to me a few days later and says, I, I don't know why we never had a meeting. I said, you never showed. Your phone number on your website doesn't work. And your email on your website doesn't work. Oh, I changed those. Did I forget to change my website? And I just, you know, hit hand across against head. And these are basic things. So if you don't have a good website, and I just redid my website after about three years, and you have to stay current. And you want the website to look current and updated. And if you're not doing that, why would you expect anybody to come to you? Because the website is the first stop. And it's your calling card. It's your business card. 
And in public relations, I'm sending people to a website. I'm sending podcasters or digital magazine editors or TV producers. That's I'm not sending them a whole press kit anymore. Those days are old, antiquated. Mm -hmm. No one's writing a press kit. They're getting the information, the background from the website. So it's an important start to have key information about your business and all appropriate links to your social media on your website to begin a public relations campaign. Okay, so let me ask you, um, when you're getting started with a campaign, Okay. What is your process? How do you actually, because I'm, what does a public relations person do to start getting that exposure, the reach out part of it and such, you know, like what's your process for doing that? Yeah. Cause I want like listeners to understand this, this is what's involved in this job. Yeah. As we're trying to get the exposure, we have to do X, Y, Z, yeah, to be able to do it. Um, what does that look like for you? Well, I think for, Different PR people, it will look differently. But for Andrea Pass Public Relations, I need your website and your social media pages. I need information on your business, product, service, book, an overview. I need your biography and your headshot. And I need other images that would be business images or lifestyle images that are not taken on a cell phone. I need good quality images that the press will pick up that we won't be sending to them and would be grainy. And I need to know your goals. Different people have different goals. Different businesses have different goals. I need to understand your goals so I know how to get the word out to the right audiences so that you are featured, your business, your book, your product, you are being featured. And then in turn, I can provide all of that content to you for your website, your social media pages, and we can move forward. But to start off with, I need basic information. Now, some public relations people will spend four to six weeks ramping up. I don't ramp up. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Why would a client pay me four to six weeks to overanalyze everything when as soon as you put it on the page, it's outdated? So let's get started today. And when someone works with me, we are starting today and by tomorrow or the day after, I've already booked press coverage for you. I work quickly. So I'm not like other public relations people. Andrea Pass Public Relations moves quickly, stays in touch and gets the job done so that we are reaching the client's goals. So when you're actually booking people and stuff like so typically, what are you doing on that end? So we know now, okay, here's your foundation. Here's everything you're going to need from, you know, the person you, you know or company you're working with and such. So what does it look like? You know, like, I guess, where are you able to put people, you know, to, to get them that exposure? You know, what does that look like for a company, you know, for the yes. result side? Exactly. And I had a funny call, a new business call. Wasn't funny, but I took it. A little, a little funny. A few weeks ago, when the woman said, I want to be in the New York Times and Kiplinger's. I have a new app. Well, that's all well and good. No one knows your app. So the New York Times and Kiplinger's is not doing a story until it is a proven success. And you have buyers of your app and you have testimonials about the success mm -hmm. of your app. So 
clients need to understand where you start. You don't start with CNN and the Harvard Business Review. You might start with some local media. I have the context to get you guest spots on podcasts, get you quoted and featured in digital publications, and much, much more. Start with those, and then we build up. Hmm. That's what's important. You're climbing a tree. You start at the bottom, and you build yourself up in getting press coverage. And some coverage takes a long time. I had a client being featured in a magazine. Magazines come out monthly. There are only 12 months in the year. They work six to eight months in advance. Mm. So if they're going to quote you, if you make it before the final edit, you're not seeing that for potentially half a year or more between the time you've done the interview or provided the information and the story comes out. That's why I prefer digital because digital stories are coming out quicker and they are including that link back to your business, back to your social media pages. And as a public relations professional, it is my job to make sure that that press outlet, podcast, magazine, blog has the correct website and social media pages so that you can benefit from that press contact. So what kind of, okay, so eventually, you know, the kind of the top of the, I guess, Hill is your New York Times or your CNN or stuff like that. How if it's it, appropriate. If yeah. it's appropriate. Okay. Because it's not appropriate for every client. A, a local um, pool builder in okay. a specific city isn't necessarily going to get tons of clients because they were mentioned in one line in a story in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, right. They're going to get better coverage by local magazines, home and garden, uh, local podcasts, local press, local speaking engagements, hyper-local, because it may not benefit them. So what? I could say I was featured, but it doesn't mean it's going to result in a sale. Okay. So do you end up, essentially you have a a top of the hill, but it kind of depends on the client. So the top differs depending on what they do and where they're located and what their ultimate goal is. So it could be, you know, I'm south of Nashville and stuff. So we have like the, the Tennessee, which is, you know, the Tennessee newspaper and stuff, but it's like, you know, um, just as an example, that could be the top of the hill because that's your local market. It's not it's owned by USA Today, but I don't need USA Today. I need the Tennessean because right. of what type of business I run. So everybody's hill varies. Now, do you still take the same kind of approach to it, though, where let's start with, OK, let's get, you know, the paper in their city or some local, ma- you know, magazines, things like that, and kind of work our way up. We just have to decide what, you know, that path looks like for that type of business. Exactly. Exactly. And what's important to note is today's daily newspapers are paper thin. They, there's not much content. There's not much staff. They are pulling stories from a national database, such as in your case through, through Gannett or the USA yeah. Today Network, and they are pulling those stories. So getting a story in a daily newspaper in your market is not what it was 15 years ago or five years ago, or two years ago. It is not easy. I love when people say, oh, it's PR is easy. You can get that. It's easy. 
It's not yeah. easy. I have an expertise, but it is not easy and it's time consuming. And a story I can share is I have a client in Austin and I was pitching the Austin American Statesman to do a story about my client. I pitched this for almost a year. I think I reached out to every person that worked there. I get a phone call on New Year's Eve day that particular year. We'd like to do the story on January 2nd. My client <laughs> in a car going to visit family who knows where. Yeah. I reach the client. She's laughing. I'm laughing. I said, I can't believe how long I've been working on this. And this is when they want to do the interview. So we, we get it set up. She's going to do it from the road. We're fine. We get it set up. The reporter canceled two or three times. Uh, the interview happened about two months later. Oh, really? He held the story for another three months. The story came out and it was wonderful. It was absolutely a wonderful story. Great feedback, tremendous sales for the client, new customer base, excellent story. But folks, it's not easy because breaking news takes precedent. <sighs> and, and you look at what's going on in our world and just the weather alone. The weather is always breaking news no matter what time of the year it is. And then you have other issues on a nationwide basis and an international basis. And breaking news and hard news takes precedent. Long gone are the days of a newspaper lifestyle section that's 35 pages. Gone are the days of daily sports sections that, that are 12 pages. Yeah. These days are gone, but the but is the increase in digital stories that are going to benefit you have grown. And media outlets that you don't even know about, and Cash, I joke, here it is, here's my quote, you ready? Yeah. I'm a PI in PR. I'm a private investigator researching new public relations opportunities because every day there is a new media outlet, whether it is a blog, whether it is a podcast, whether it is a video show that is digital, there are so many new opportunities. And my job at Andrea Pass Public Relations is searching for new opportunities mm -hmm. to increase your awareness and drive sales because that's the bottom line. We're all doing that. Whether you're a marketer like you are or a public relations person like I am, bottom line for our client is they want to make money. They want, yes. they want to sell their service or their product or their book or whatever it is they're they're selling. They want that. And that's what's key in what we're doing. Yeah, that's, that is what they want. They want to be able to sell. Um, well, let me ask, you know, so some of the things that you see online, uh, one in particular, and I'm just I'm curious your opinion of the value. They have these online press release services and stuff now that put out to a bunch of places. What are your thoughts of their value? Ugh, ugh, <laughs> ugh. Um, it, gone are the days of success through a press release wire service. It might get some pickup somewhere, but the pickup versus the click through is slim to none. And so if you are trading on the stock exchange, yes, you need this with all your stock exchange information for your board of directors. Mm -hmm. Definitely. 
uh, I have a client. We just did a wire service because they hired a new CEO. And for them, they wanted to be able to take the logos from some of the press outlets to say I was featured in Yahoo Finance or um, this or that or the other thing. And that was important, again, for their board of directors. But it's not the end all be all. And whether it is a PR press release wire distribution service that charges a few hundred to those that charge 1500 or more, your best bet is to work with a public relations professional who is going to take the time to get to know you and get things to happen because a press release wire service is a one and done. It doesn't live on. However, an article or an interview lives on. And, And the other thing is I media train my clients. That's important that the clients understand how to do an interview, what to discuss, how to bring things around if the question isn't exactly what they want it to be. They still have that control. And I give media training so they're prepared for the interview so that when all is said and done and a reporter might cut and paste a few inter, you know, uh, quotes or what have you, they're the ones that will work. That's a... Uh... Yeah, that's interesting because um, I think I was wondering about the press releases because, you know, there's sometimes inquiries and stuff on those services. It's not something it's something we've used in the past a couple of times, but it's not something we do regularly or we offer. Um, yeah, but it's to see the value. And I and I get the uh, what you mentioned as seen on, you know, because that's always a big thing. You see that sometimes on the bottom of the website seen on this site. Uh, send out a press release, everybody's seen on it, you know, because the press, you know, Yahoo and the, there's certain outlets that they're basically connected to. It's automatic. It's going to go in there. However, however, the, but is that you are not staying active. The SEO will change. Mm, You will be active and high up on the list for an hour. Yeah. Right. But if two or three (laughs) days later, you Google your name of your press release, Mm-hmm. That was distributed by a wire service. You won't be able to find it. It's yeah. so far down the list. It's not something that is permanent as opposed to an interview or even today. The interview that I'm doing with you will permanently be up on your website, permanently on the podcast network sure. that you post on, permanently on your social media, and then permanently on my social media. You're right. So yeah. The, the, the light, the shelf life is much longer than a press release wire service. Yeah. Plus when you do things like podcasts or interviews and stuff, like you mentioned, shelf life is there, but it's also can be more in depth too. Whereas a lot of those press releases and stuff, they're just, they are one and done. you got to read them. They, you know, and every one of them is going to say the exact same thing because it's doing it through a service. You know, it's distributing one piece of content to however many outlets and such. So it's not, there's not a lot of traction there you know, for it. It's great if somebody looks it up, but it is going to get buried really quick. You know, and so when you're doing things that are public relations related and you really want to get traction, I say it is better to do podcasts or it is better to do actual interviews with news outlets and things like that. Because those are the things that, you know, will stand the test of time. They'll always benefit you, even as they, you know, they might grow a little bit older, of course, you know, but you can continue. There are also things you can continue to find opportunities. So, you know, when you're like, 
when you're wanting to do this, how do you go about finding you know, some of the opportunities that you get for clients and such, you know, to be able, like, based on the, you know, like a little bit, what's your process? So if you're talking about, you know, you talk to the client, you see what's going to be right for them. You know, how do you go find them those particular opportunities? Because I would imagine, you know, if you take on a, a business that's in a market, you've not, you know, we're not talking going national, they're the hyper local. Every time you go into a new city and stuff, you've got to start from scratch, essentially, for that city. Is that As a public relations professional, through Andrea Pass Public Relations, I subscribe to databases. That's my overhead. So these databases that will provide names of reporters or producers or bloggers or podcasters, it's outdated the minute I see it, but at least it gets me closer to doing that research that I need to do. So proactively, I am out there pitching from sources I will find, I will research, maybe from my databases, maybe from other things. Reactively, I subscribe to a lot of newsletters. That's another overhead that I have. (laughs) And because I am getting these newsletters of reporters saying, I'm working on this story, do you know someone? Can you provide me quotes? I am reactively responding to those with my clients, making sure we get the right statement to that reporter by their deadline, and in essence, waiting it out. Will they choose us mm-hmm. versus the other hundreds of responses they might get from other PR people? But by doing both, working as a proactive basis and a reactive basis, we're covering everything. Every day I learn something new. It's, it's fascinating. I might just be skimming LinkedIn and I find a new media outlet, or I'm skimming Facebook or Instagram and I find a new media outlet. Or I decide to research one of their competitors and I find media outlets. So it's my job to do that. And that's why companies hire an outside public relations person, because we have the expertise. It is our job to take the time to do the research. It is our job to effectively pitch that media person and get everything organized. It is our job to then schedule the appointment, schedule the interview. I had a, a new business call earlier today and the person said, I, 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 I don't do video. I said, yes, you will have to do video because <laughs> happen on video, on audio. You must be sitting at a desk, not taking interviews when you're in your car. And if you are too busy to have time and you cannot cancel the interviews, then you are not ready public relations. And this is a person, I, I probably know him 15, 20 years, and he's not ready because he's not ready to sit down. And the client needs to sit down and do work. But the client has to be available. And the client has to provide things to the public relations professional, such as images, such as quotes. We don't claim to be experts at your business. Certainly over time, we will learn more but we are not experts at your business and nor will I provide a quote. And sometimes I write quotes, but I won't provide it until the client approves it because it has to come from the client. It can't come from me unless they're hiring me as their spokesperson, which I've done over the years. I've worked for many companies that after a while they say, Andrea, you could be the spokesperson. You can get quoted on this. But for the most part, I don't want to be. I want the client quoted. So the client has to have time 
for public relations outreach in order for it to be successful. So if you're considering doing PR, it's really, there's a lot of investment in it. You know, you pair up, you know, you find somebody on the outside because of the idea that you've already put together the resources. If you tried to start this from scratch, there's a ton of time investment and a huge learning curve in just even where to find opportunities, you know, to be able to be, you know, featured or whatnot. And so I can see that, you know, like it's not something from, you know, unless you're a really large company that you're going to want to try internally because you're not going to get a ton of traction. You know, you're going to probably get a lot of frustration and you're going to spend a lot of time. The expert comes in because they've already done all of this. They know where to go. They know where, you know, you might be a fit because they might be working with similar companies, you know, things like that. But and, then, And I was going to say, we, we all can't be experts at everything. Okay, I am not an expert in marketing techniques that you are an expert at. You are not an expert in public relations. I'm not an expert at gardening. I have a landscaper. I'm that's not my thing. So you hire someone who has an expertise. Also, when you hire an outside public relations professional, you are suddenly bigger. You are more important. Perception is reality. I'm going to forward this email that came in to me to my publicist. Andrea is going to answer this. Andrea is going to get back to them. And I've had some press people who say, oh, I don't deal with publicists. Well, yes, I'm the person you're going to deal with because I am going to be able to get the answers to your questions quicker. The client is busy with a zillion balls in the air. It is my, this is my lane. This is what I'm going to get to happen. And that's what's important. Important is getting the job done, getting it done right, avoiding stress for the client. The client just has to show up and participate in the interview. Mm-hmm. And That's the client, a- right, client, they're busy, especially yeah. when you are an entrepreneur. You've got, you're doing it all. So hire someone to do it. And the other thing to note is I charge for my services. So many people meet me and they say, oh, could you just help me out? I am not running a nonprofit business. I am in business. This is my business. And I charge for my services. I frequently hear, oh, I'll get an intern. Okay. Good luck with that. Go right ahead. Get an intern who has no experience. Yeah. That's if that's what you want to do, get an intern. But if you want success in reaching uh, podcasts, digital media, television, magazines, etc. You're going to hire a professional that knows what they're doing and is not going to waste your time. Yeah, the, if you're bringing on a company, yeah, like if you're pairing up with a, you know, you want to bring in PR and stuff. The idea is, you know, there are a number of things they're going to take on as a burden that you don't have to deal with, but you have to be prepared to understand that this is an investment. It's going to be a monetary investment in what you're trying to do. It is a long-term thing because, you know, people can kind of do one and done, but you're not going to get really the traction that you want. And it still takes time for you to get into the publications and such the places. So it's not something that happens or, Hey, I want to be on this and can you do it in the next two weeks? It doesn't work that way. it's, It's very funny. I had someone reach out to me. Uh, and uh, a number of, of months ago, oh, the client wants to be featured in Black History Month coverage. They reached out to me 
two weeks into Black History Month. I said, we would have had to have started four months ago. Mm -hmm. I, I said, I'm being honest with you. We're not getting any coverage. It's all prepared already. You know that Breast Cancer Awareness Month is October. You know that Healthy Heart Month is February. You know uh, International Women's Month is March. You know that July 4th is July 4th. You know Christmas is Christmas. Yeah. You know in advance what the year looks like. You must start in advance. And my minimum monthly program is six months because it takes time. Many of my clients come to me at that one year mark because 12 months makes more sense. I can book an interview for you, but it may not appear for a number of weeks or even months based on that media outlet. And so someone reached out to me yesterday for a client of mine. We had provided information months ago. It just appeared. Mm. That's part of hurry up and wait. But that's my job to stay on top of it, making sure it's still going to happen. When is it going to happen? Gathering all of the links from different podcast platforms, social media links that appeared on that article or interview or product review or book review and share all of that with my client and their social media team so that they can then use that. So when someone is hiring Andrea past public relations and getting everything done, they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's say from a business owner standpoint, you want to make sure that you understand that, you know, it's a huge investment. You've got to be willing to invest the time. You have to be willing to do the front end work that you require, you know, or any other, you know, PR firm is going to, you know, need because yeah, it's like you mentioned, you know, right at the beginning, you know, your website, your social media, all of these things have to be in alignment because people are going to be looking at them and such. And if you're not prepared to do that, it's not going to be a fit for you, at least at that moment. And, you know, also consider what are your goals, you know, in even doing it, what are you trying to achieve? Is it an increase in sales, you know, that might come through the extra exposure? Are you trying to get a new product launched? Are you, you know, did you write a book and you're trying to you know, gain credibility with it, such there's a number of things that public relations can be used for, but you have to understand that it's not something that is like, Hey, we can do today, you know, and suddenly get results for, you know, from it tomorrow, it's going to be a long-term thing to see real traction out of it. And, you know, there are huge results though, that you can, if you give it the time, you make the investment and stuff and you do the things to have a proper foundation, you can get a good return on what you're actually doing. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You're going to get a return on your investment. Public relations is more affordable than advertising. In advertising, you might design an ad and place it in a magazine or newspaper, but the audience is skeptical because they know you paid for that. In public relations, you are providing, providing editorial content, and the journalist is going to be researching before they include that information. And therefore, it is not fake news. It's real news, but it's educational news, informative news, and not selling news. So the audience is less skeptical and more in belief of that business and that company. So public relations should be part of the marketing mix as you plan what, what you're going to do in marketing and you've crossed a website off the list. You've already had that done. You know, now you're ready for the next thing on the list. 
Okay, so we're towards the end here, so I'd like you to recap real quick. Just if you're a company thinking of getting into public relations, taking advantage of it, you want to do it. What do you advise them, you know, to, I guess, look at, you know, when they're deciding, okay, or be aware of, you know, just like I say, just kind of sum it all up. Well, number one, be aware of, of PR companies that tell you they'll do something which they won't do and they'll go ghost. And unfortunately, too many people have had bad experiences with PR companies that do that. Really take the time to get to know the person. We do business with people we know, like, and trust. Get to know them. Like them. Follow them on social media. See if they're out there. For instance, I am a client of Andrea Pass Public Relations, which is why I am a guest, you know, today on Marketing Masters. I am out there publicizing myself. And this is an example of what I can do for clients. So Google, Google those, those people, see, see what they do before you hire somebody, but you want to know someone has the experience. And I know that when I work with someone, I can say Andrea past public relations has the contacts to get you guest spots on podcasts, quoted or featured in media, magazines, what have you, and much, much more. And I have the proof to show it. So take the time to do your homework, get to know someone, ask for references, but dive into public relations. And, and Cash, the most important thing is, when do you start public relations? Today. (laughs) Today. I, I, I hear people, oh, I'll start in six months. I'll start next year. You're wasting time. Start today and you will see results quicker and you will see that coverage that you can use over and over again on your social media. The thing about interviews and coverage is for the most part, they're evergreen. They're not one and done. Share that interview today when it comes out and in six weeks and three months and eight months and again in a year. The reader on social is not looking at the date. They're looking at the content. Keep your content evergreen and make sure public relations is part of your marketing plan. So, Andrea, uh, how do people get a hold of you? Well, you can visit AndreaPassPR.com and uh, schedule an appointment with me. But in the comments, make sure that you note that you heard me on Marketing Masters with Cash Miller. Uh, You can find me on LinkedIn, Andrea Pass. Uh, Facebook, Andrea Pass Public Relations, Instagram, Andrea Pass PR, uh, and engage with me because public relations should start now. And I'd welcome that opportunity to get to know your listeners and offer public relations services. Cool. Well, Andrea, it's been great having you on the show. Uh, You know, Public relations is something that every business really can take advantage of. It doesn't, you know, necessarily matter the size. You know, everybody's got a bit of a story to tell, a product they want to put out, you know, a service. And it's not something that's always done nationally. It can be hyper local, which I think is a great thing for businesses to really understand uh, that it can be done that way. Yeah, because there's so much in the way of opportunity. You know, it's a it's you know earned media you're you know but to earn it you have to tell people that you exist essentially and having a specialist and an expert to do that is really important um, 
Yeah. And it's, so it's been great having you on. Thank you for all the information. I think, yeah, uh, what you do is so interesting. Yeah. And so valuable. And the, the landscape has changed a great deal. And so, you know, companies need experts like yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Again, I'm the host of uh, Marketing Masters, Cash Miller, and I'm also CEO of Titan Digital. And this is, we've been talking public relations today, and this has been a great conversation. It was great to have you. And thank you, everybody, for joining us.